0: Hi, welcome to Dream Schemers. I'm Emma.
1: And I'm Josh.
0: I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> you didn't. That was really accidental. I was like
1: staring right at me. And you're I was, like, well, in my
0: head. I was like, point, <laughs> point to Emma. Let's try that again. <laughs>
1: Hi, welcome
0: to Dream Schemers. I'm Josh. And I'm Emma. And today we're going to talk about dreams and stuff
1: going to talk all about dreams dreams we've had
0: dreams other people have had dreams we've
1: let die oh well not that kind of dream okay I not, hope.
0: not that kind of dream maybe dreams that we die in
1: oh i do die in my dreams quite a lot
0: i don't die in my dreams that much i suffer many bad things but i don't i uh just last night actually i disappointed my imaginary fiance, who was amy poehler
1: Amy Poehler. Yeah. What a lucky man. How did you snag that catch? I
0: don't know. Um, So the dream began and we were engaged. Um, We were at her in-law's house. And I was under the impression that I needed to make a good impression with her in-laws. And I was uh, down in the basement, which had been flooded with water. And me and someone else were skimboarding around. Are you familiar? No,
1: what's a skimboard?
0: It is like the thing that you see, the people have at the beach, it's not a boogie board, it's not a surfboard, it's made for shallow water and they run in the run and they throw it. It looks like a giant guitar pick. And then, oh, yeah, so I, I recently watched that. a video of someone doing that in a flooded skate park and I think it just went right flooded into my basement. subconscious into a flooded basement. Gross. <laughs> we were having a good time um, until one of her in-laws came down and they said something, it was a couple, and I corrected them. And I was right. I'll have you know. And they they got. Do you remember
1: what it was? Do you I remember, don't. It was grammatical.
0: Like, it was grammatical, whatever it was.
1: For listeners who don't know, Josh will, you know, fight to the death over a grammatical error. And
0: thanks, mom, wherever you are for that. <laughs> um, she doesn't show up in this dream, but she will at some other point.
1: And so how did that? Did that sit well with Amy Paul? Didn't sit in-laws? well with
0: Amy at all. Um, I couldn't care less about the in-laws. Um, that kind of passed. Then I came upstairs, and uh, at this point, both of her in-laws were out of the room, and Amy kind of pulled me aside, and she was like, hey, like, get it together. Like, This is important. you like, We were me. clearly like <laughs> freshly engaged, and this is the first time I'm meeting her family, which is a strange anxiety for me to have. I, I don't mind meeting the family, but I guess Amy Poehler's family is a whole different thing.
1: Yeah, there's a lot on the line there.
0: Well, and soon it didn't matter because this turned into one of my apocalypse dreams pretty fast. So at that point, another in-law or family member was in the other room. They started screaming. And they're like, there's a spider in here. I've dealt with many spiders mm-hmm. in my life. I'm a spider guy. I'll let, out him, of out, let him outside. Out of my way. Spider guy coming through. Yeah, I have a shirt um, and, and gloves. And I go into the other room. And I, I'm not scared of a spider. Ain't no scared of, Ain't no scared of no spider. Mm-mm. And there are two um. I want to say football sized, volleyball sized, daddy long legs. Ugh. Which if you're familiar with them, uh, people will tell you they're also
1: called opiliones.
0: Opiliones? Yeah. Is that their like Latin name? That's their Latin name. That's lovely.
1: Sounds better than what they daddy long legs. Yeah, it sounds Cuz like they're a... some of them are female. There's some mommy long yeah, legs, but down they all with, get called down daddies. with the
0: arachnid patriarchy. <laughs> um so the two volleyballs in there, I'm like, OK, I'll take care of this, even though I should have been terrified. But in, in my head, I have this knowledge of Daddy Long Legs and that they are they're not dangerous. They're fine. They're creepy looking, but they're fine.
1: They're harmless, but gross.
0: Yes. My, side note, um, my dad, when I was a kid, used to pretend to eat Daddy Long Legs.
1: <sighs> he'd like put it in his hand and then like fake out. Yeah.
0: And a leg would fall off or he'd tear it off. Yeah, this is Ooh. before. I, yeah, I know. Um, and he'd show me the leg and the spider would be gone and I would be horrified. So yeah, th- that's where daddy long legs in my dream might've come from. I
1: think I'd have a severe complex about them if my dad did that to me.
0: Dude, th- that's way down on the list. <laughs> I had a great childhood, but there's many other things that could pop up besides that. Um, so I, I, these things stuck to my fists, these daddy long legs. I'm trying to shake them and get them out of the house because I don't want to kill them, even though they're terrifying.
1: They're stuck to your hands? They're
0: stuck to my hands, one on each hand. And I can't. It's having that cartoonish effect where people have a sticky thing on their hand and it's going to the other hand and back and forth. They're not biting. They're just hanging out. We get them outside. End of the problem. Then the TV turns on. um, And it's on the news that there are giant daddy long legs all over the world. And they're mucking shit up.
1: I feel like we get news headlines like that about Australia. Like about their crabs and spiders. Yeah, or like you see
0: the tree that's covered in spider webs. It was like that. (laughs) But it was everything. It was in people's crops. It was in, the, and I don't even think Daddy Longlegs or Opioleonis.
1: That sounds good.
0: Sure, Opioleonis. Yes.
1: <laughs> I, I,
0: I don't think they do webs. I don't think they're that kind of spider. No, I
1: don't think they do.
0: But these ones were doing webs. They're doing a web everywhere, and it was bad. Um, that was kind of the end of the dream. Was this just the visualization of society grinding to a halt because of these presumably billions or. Maybe even trillions. I'm, I ain't yeah, no numbers arac- guy. Arachnopocalypse. That's, Arachnopocalypse. <laughs> that's our new band Ugh. name. Yeah.
1: I think. Yeah, that would scare me more than the zombies.
0: I was mostly scared of disappointing Amy at the end of the day.
1: What did she think about the spiders? Did she have a take on
0: Nonplussed. it? Nonplussed. I'm sure she had a funny thing to say, but I don't remember it. I wish I had. I'm Amy sorry, Poehler, Amy Polar,
1: if you're listening, come tell us what you would think of those spiders. Yeah, shout and out, Amy Polar, come to the,
0: come to the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, rate me. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so that is my most recent dream that I've had. What about you, my fellow dreamer, Emma?
1: Um, On the bug topic, I've had a bug one recently that strikes similar level of disgust in me. Since I've started dream journaling, I've noticed that a lot of places and people in my dreams are my family, especially like in my grandparents' houses. And this one was in my mother's parents house and we whenever we visited them we'd stay in their basement so there's a couple of bedrooms in the basement and we stay there creepy house no it's nice okay it's a nice house it was all refinished it's kind of like an 80s wood panel small basement with a window
0: i'm visualizing
1: um in real life it has pictures of hunting dogs and an old computer and there's nothing wrong with it or creepy but in this dream, Grandpa had taken up a hobby since we'd last seen him, and that hobby was collecting enormous bugs in aquariums. How enormous? So there was um, an isopod, like a roly-poly bug, an isopod uh, about the size of a hamburger. There were several Scientific of them.
0: name, Pileus bugius.
1: Oh, no. Do I, you
0: actually know this one, too?
1: It's a type of crustacean, and I hate that because it should be a bug, but it's a crustacean that comes on land and lives under my flower pots. I'm sorry. Um, I don't like land crustaceans. They should stay in the ocean where they belong. Sea bugs. Um, Yeah, so isopods. And then there were these also like, they kind of look like stick bugs or praying mantises. They had very long, elegant jointed legs, uh, folded wings on their back. And they were kind of like pale green translucent with little pink edges. Like, I don't know, go Google a picture of a ginger shoot. They looked like a ginger shoe. Do it right now. Do it right now. we will pause. Do you have it? That's what that bug looked like. Good. (laughs) Um, But those were the size of dinner plates. And they weren't moving a whole lot. They were just kind of like quivering in their aquariums. And they had lights on them and like hanging plants all around them. And if I was awake, I might think that's a pretty cool hobby. But in my dream, it filled me with immense dread. I was like, I can't contain these, they're like creeping, they're like sticking their little legs out above the tank tops and like creeping out and I'm like, oh I can't sleep in here they're gonna get me Um, but the main problem I had in this dream, other
0: than the giant bugs other than
1: the giant bugs, was that I needed to get dressed for a party, party with my family,
0: classic anxiety mixed in with bugs,
1: bugs, I needed to get dressed, nobody was getting out of my room and giving me privacy I don't know They just, like, get out. I need to change my clothes. And I went through a little fashion show that I would like to describe for you because I had a lot of clothes I tried on and a lot of rejected options. I'm here for it. Okay. So, you know, not appropriate for family is what I originally decided. I don't know why I had to put it on to decide that assless G-string shorts and white lace stockings were not going to be good for, like, grandma, grandpa, aunts, and uncles.
0: Yeah. Definitely not the aunts and uncles or no, the bugs
1: or the bugs and the bugs were there
0: wait you were changing in the room with I was the changing bugs. in the room with the bugs Ooh.
1: they were in the far corner and i was away from them
0: leering at you
1: <laughs> yeah so that was too raunchy um there was a black lace flapper dress with black sequins and i was like "Ooh, this is nice and classy classy little cocktail party but there's like brown like grave dirt and sludge all over it and i'm like i guess i got buried in this last week and i never washed it of course um my mom comes in is like emma why don't you wear this why don't you wear this and i'm like "Ah, no get out of here that's not me like stop telling me what to do mom i don't know probably related to real life frustration quit telling me who i am yeah i'm not i'm not that person anymore. you'll never put me
0: in these assless (laughs) chaps
1: no (laughs) That, that wasn't mom's thing by mom there was like a strapless sorry if this is very boring for people um there's a clothes, small clothes section aren't everybody's thing yeah
0: we have a, a lot of listeners that are both dreamer and fashion interested people and
1: fashion um i was really impressed with like the detail of it like that i remembered the colors the patterns the shapes like everything about these clothes i remember and it's like i wake up and i was like i don't have any of those it's yeah dream, a dream
0: journal people you can remember these deeds
1: but yeah so it's like a bummer that i was like oh and now i have to get up and get dressed and i haven't actually planned anything because i don't have real clothes but okay so the piece the piece de resistance pizza resistance the pizza resistance um i finally found an outfit that worked and it was a three-piece plaid suit with a vest um it was made out of like a slubbed natural silk that was still like a little shiny but like if that you know i'm following you'll know what i'm talking about it had like large scale floral print on the shirt. It
0: was plaid and floral.
1: The shirt was plaid. The suit was. Oh, no the, gotcha. The shirt was floral. The suit was plaid. Gotcha. And it was like maroon and navy, and it came. It had a bowler hat, and the pants were very high waisted. And I had a lot of problem getting like these like buttons together with my hands in the dream. I had like bad uh, fine motor skills
0: probably scared of all the bugs watching you get dressed
1: scared of all the bugs scared of like you know my family kept walking in and out while i was changing and it was really annoying
0: do you know what the party was for
1: the party was i think the party was like an amalgam of holidays and birthdays we've had there because usually we would go up to my grandparents house for christmas or like fourth of july or something there was usually some event where everybody got together like we always had christmases in that basement yeah. So I think it was just like when you're at grandpa's house, you have a party.
0: I have locations like that that I'll dream of where it's like you spent a lot of time here for many things and now they're all happening at once.
1: <laughs> yep. And that was the bug and fashion dream.
0: That's great. That's almost as good as the bug and Amy Poehler dream.
1: Yeah. What do you think it means that like basements were both in both of those dreams?
0: I don't know. I think basements for like a lot of us, especially if you grew up in the burbs, or did you have a basement growing up? Yeah. It was like kind of a refuge, at least for me, like a basement is both like an intimate and a safe place. And it's very cool usually. And it's, mm-hmm. I don't I think fondly of basements. I hope to have a finished basement someday. The, the old man cave, you know, like, or man cave.
1: <laughs> Not the man cave.
0: Man cave is a solar opposites reference. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I, I don't, I mean, someone might say that you think like, if you were thinking about your brain, like architecturally, like that is where you keep things but i didn't keep mine in a closet or on a shelf not in a basement basements are good places usually although i tend to have weird things happen in basements in my dreams
1: Hmm. because
0: they're like a hidden place
1: yeah i think i think that basement that i described was a comfortable place aside from the bugs and no privacy but i had fond memories of that basement i think i've had other i think when there's a staircase it's bad when there's a downward staircase i always feel like it's a bad dream yeah i didn't interact with the staircase you just kind of teleport yeah you're just there
0: well and i think that that kind of adds to the the stress of the dream is that you're in this comfortable place but things aren't happening how they should in that comfortable place there's bugs there there's a skim board it's flooded
1: (laughs) all right well do we want to take us into the next segment
0: yeah let's uh let's go to today's interview (laughs)
1: go by your name and not be anonymous because you're famous yeah
2: (laughs) yep i am famous know who i
1: am
0: (laughs) heard it here first damn it
1: (laughs) so christian welcome to the podcast would please introduce yourself to our listeners
2: um
1: tell us a little bit about yourself
2: okay uh my name is christian alexander i am a singer songwriter I, uh, I've been singing for, I don't know, my entire life. Like my mom sang for the Lion King production for Disney. My dad, he helped produce some music for some Marvel movies I can't talk about. So it was kind of like predestined in life, you know, to do music. I love doing music. It's like my air. Um, but yes, I have a son. I'm married. My son is four months old. His name is Xavier Alexander. Great name. Great name, right? Strong, serious, mm, respectful. <laughs> my wife's name is Natalie. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a simple dude, man. I'm laid back. You know, I, uh, yeah, I mean, what else? I'm, that, I'm 28. Good. What's your sign? I'm a Pisces. Cool. March, not February. Is there a good it's Pisces a, oh my, and it's a, a bad thing. Pisces? There's a, well, there's a. In my brother's argument, there's a weaker side and a stronger side. Oh. The, there is a more emotional side and a more
0: logistical, I would say. Yeah. I guess. Left brain, right brain. Exactly. Yeah. More grounded. Right. Air sign, e- fire sign. Kind exactly.
2: Of thing. Yep. All that jazz.
1: So Christian, we brought, we brought you here because we heard you have some really interesting dreams.
2: Yeah, my dreams are kind of dope. They're kind of cool.
0: You have lucid dreams. I, yeah. 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 Okay, now. You got to
1: tell us about that. That's part of the deal. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to get deeper into No, it. no.
0: I mean, we'll, we'll get into more like pointed questions, but. Um, that That's an easy yes or no. You yeah. Don't you? Yeah, absolutely. So when we say lucid dreams, we're saying dreams that you feel you have some agency in, you can manipulate, you can participate, you know you're dreaming. Mm-hmm. Would you identify with that definition of lucid dreaming? Yes. Okay, cool. For sure. That's dope. That's a thing that I've done like once or twice in my life. How long do you think you have been doing that?
2: I would say to be honest, I don't know. I, I can tell you when I, did you ask me when I identified it or how,
0: how long? Yeah. Like, I, like, I don't
2: like yeah, since I don't you're know, a kid. Maybe. Okay. Maybe I've always found that sometimes as a kid, sometimes like, I would think that like my imagination was just like really, really vivid, like and I was just like always in it, I could just like create any type of thing, but it was like almost like constant, like I would be asleep and doing it, and I'll be doing exactly what I wanted to do now, as a kid, I'm like, okay, well, you know shit, I'm just dreaming kid dreams, you know I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing what I want to do, it's fun, but later in life thinking about it, um you're you, people don't normally do that, you know it's kind of just like, oh my god. I'm falling. Oh, ah! <laughs> well, like I've had, inst- I've had like, I've had certain dreams where I have fallen. Right. But it's like, okay. So you know what it's like when you're like looking down like a cliff. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're falling down a cliff. Right. But it's like back first. Right. And I'm falling back first, but I'll, I'll like, I'll just put my hands down and I'll just like, I'll end up standing up. You're oh. Like no wait no stop, I
0: don't so want to. do So you can this. just
1: change direction in any dream if you don't like where um, it's going.
2: It's not necessarily the direct. It's more so like um. It's kind of like like a cause and effect type of thing. So I like I okay at this point I've made this decision. Wow okay so now I know I'm dreaming, but now I'm also in the air. Um in my in in my dreams, they're kind of like like ripple effects. So me stopping in air, standing on air. So okay. So now what am I doing? Am I going to panic about being in air I'm like okay or no, I just did this. So um I can do whatever I want. I can choose to create a different environment. Um but the way that I found out, well, like as an adult, I realized that I wear a lot of like not a lot of jewelry, but I wear I wear accessories, right? And uh, in my dreams, I don't have accessories on at all it's crazy i'll be dripped out and stuff you know like i have nice shoes on and shit but like i don't have like any accessories or like necklaces or anything like that um so that's one thing that i that i that i remembered and i was like oh.
1: so that's like a good cue to know that you're dreaming because in your waking life you've got bracelets and yeah a cool no, necklace no deal. On oh, right no, now that we're looking at
0: yeah yeah i, I count at least seven
1: pieces of jewelry probably. we're out here. Yeah. Yeah, so you're like, "Oh, that's not normal." Well, listen, you guys,
2: it's not gaudy at all, I promise. No.
1: Yeah, he's very tasteful. I'm
2: I'm very tasteful. You hear that?
0: That, that large dollar sign covered in diamonds is a little gauche, <laughs> but the rest you of it is I Feel yeah. like
1: we just we need to take a picture of you so that people can be like, "Look at this fashionable gentleman."
2: What it? It's just Thursday. It's just
0: it's, it's a just a Thursday. It's a 90 degree Thursday. It's
2: Thursday, and, um...
0: You could have come in in a tank top and cargo shorts, no, I couldn't you now. didn't. That's what Josh
1: was rocking yesterday, I think. I
0: mean, I had on denim cutoffs, to be clear. Okay, no well, cargo. I was right. thinking Let's about get Tuesday, today, then. Yeah, it's been a minute since junior high in the, in the cargo pants. They are utilitarian, though.
1: So, back on the dream Thank topic. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about?
0: Talking about lucid dreaming and... Uh,
2: yeah we were talking about um how i like how i realized it was like lucid mm-hmm. um so it's 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 the jewelry like the accessories and there's always not always but whenever i'm in dreams whenever i'm dreaming before like i tap into it, it's like i can't first of all i've never just like went to sleep and i'm like wow okay
0: Yeah, you're not like... I'm not not a dream walker. you're not in the Matrix.
2: I'm I'm not in the Matrix. I'm not plugging straight in. It it typically gets triggered by something that at the moment has my attention like subliminally. Um, Like I have a lot of like... uh, So for example, which is so funny because music is always on my mind. I think I was telling Josh about this uh, the other day. Um, Like actual sound, like when you make noise, it's colorized.
1: Oh, cool, yeah, this and it's something I was gonna ask you and was it's all the time you're such a musical person, so your are your dreams musical
2: very <laughs> not necessarily like a musical, but it's kind of like so it it's it's kind of like your words it's your inflection, it's all about the inflection, the inflections cause the color, so you know when you're talking down like this, it's more of like reds and purples and. But when you're up, you know, when you're asking questions or like when you're doing this, it's more like yellows and greens. It's weird. It's it's, it's, it's very, almost like
0: a synesthesia. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah.
2: Um, and then like when I'm singing in my dreams, it's like the craziest shit. It's like. It's, <laughs> it's got OK, so you know what? Have you, OK, it's going to sound really crazy. Go Have, for it. You've eaten Skittles, right? Yes. OK, at a, a bunch at the same time, right? yeah Yeah. okay and you know like when they get like mushed up they get like that weird like
0: gelatinous gummy kind of rainbowish oh the color yeah yeah well
2: that yes okay so like it's like that color but it's like a it's like a like a storm of sorts it's weird it's like real airbender shit like it's it's (laughs) yeah it's crazy as hell And then in my dreams where there are other people in it and they're singing, it's like a whole nother situation.
0: They got their own color. Yeah,
2: dude. Yeah, man. It's it's crazy because like they're like they intertwine each other and some are just like like splotches. Like if you just like put a paintbrush, you know, like that little splotch, it's kind of like that. It's 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 dope. (laughs) Um,
1: That sounds so visual and interesting. And I wish I could see it
0: uh, being a singer. So it's just I that should. easy <laughs> go, yeah go for it Can I, uh, <clears throat> to, to segue off that have you ever had like the Beethoven effect where you wake up and it has assisted you in your songwriting process or you you came up with a song in your dream or you, you have a tune in your head that you didn't have before you went to bed and you feel like driven to write down or I know you have a great memory and you tend to compose or write from memory but do, do your dreams kind of play into that at all you think
2: I would say yes, simply because in reality, like in right now, like I'm probably in like ten different realities. Not like in a in a like realm wise, but scenario wise. I'm always thinking of like things that could or couldn't happen and what those decisions would cause just going further down the line, at least ten decisions further. And I was and they're like they're lined up. Like fucking you know, like the fucking Doctor Strange. Yeah, shit. yeah. I've, literally, I saw a thousand realities. They're and this literally is the only one like that. Except they're not like fucking the red shit. It's they're kind of like
0: Skittles
2: clouds. You know, we'll go whatever. We'll go <laughs> we'll go with Skittles clouds basically. Um, but in my dreams, so like, well, in reality, like I I see them naturally. It keeps me from acting up at work. I'm gonna let you know. So, um, but in my dreams. Um, I can actually like open them up a little bit further and like like dive deep versus like okay well, this is gonna instead of playing chess, I'm actually like visually physically able to go into that and just like, okay, so this is actually what would happen. I was like okay, this is what this was this would be like I was like, I should probably.
0: Kind of like a new angle of processing those potential futures. Yes, I'm processing. It's it's yeah, a, it's. Yeah. I'm,
2: but I'm like creating worlds of it versus just like, oh, let me write it down on a piece of paper Look and at a snapshot. figure this out. You can yeah, take it's, a step into that world. Exactly. Like as if you made like 15 different lists of things to do. I'm like picking that list. Okay, so now I'm physically doing this in this Skittle bubble. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm so this, saying? This Skittle cloud. Right. Right. Yeah. Or I'll put it down and I'll pick this one up and I'll go do this list and this. And it's a totally different scenario, time of day, area, geographic. Like it's. So you've That's experienced amazing. that
0: trial and error in your sleep. So you don't get to do that in real life as much. Yes. And you can cross sh- that one off your list. For yes. Sure, yes. Or, or decide to follow that. I track. can, I can almost guarantee it.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like musically, um, I tap into it, especially when I'm, when I'm, Going in between genres when I'm trying to figure out different genres, I I typically like when I'm really focusing on like a new like avenue, not necessarily a lane. But um, when I'm looking for a new avenue, I um I tend to they now these dreams almost almost instantly get like directed straight to like what I want to do. Like I'm like okay, so now I'm in it. This is why I'm here. Okay. Let's focus, you know, uh, versus like random ass dreams where it, like I'm doing some random shit. And then, oh, now I'm in high school for whatever reason. Oh, I'm just in a fucking dream. OK, let me walk through this door. OK, now I'm back in my house. Um, but with the the music, it's like it's damn near as soon as I go into sleep, um, I'm like, bow. It's like I'm on a it's like I'm on a rock. And there's like. Different windows windows bow it's like different windows (laughs) (laughs) that i have to look through but they're like based off of like what i'm feeling internally
1: that's just amazing like i have never heard of anybody describe their dreams this way and it sounds so cool like
0: an interactive mind palace kind of thing i kind of it's
2: it's like but it's not like a a lot of it's not a lot of it's not a lot of space on the rock, like on the rock, it's not. It's not. It's like it's probably about as big as this table.
0: This table is approximately two and a half by two and a half feet. That's, it is a square. That's about it, homie. For those people that cannot see the table yep. right mm-hmm. now, yep,
2: that's your job, Josh. You know that.
0: Emma is challenging my measurements with her hand. What is she? I'm say? using my
1: wingspan. I she seems like... to know
2: what she's doing.
1: I think
0: it's like six by four feet. Six by four. I had sounds a about right. massive because he's under- saying Two inches. by two is like is the like... size
1: of that computer. <laughs> but it, I mean,
2: it's like it's sizable, but it's not it's not something where I'm like, oh, I need to walk around. Now, I could change it up to where I'm walking around. But I think I've I think my mind has made it to where this is just like it's kind of like my chair. You know what I'm saying? It's like my just like my my control point. Mm hmm.
0: Basically, your pedestal, your throne room. Yeah, you know what
2: I'm saying. It's just like bow, and like in this little room, it, it's it's just like clouds.
0: We got to get you like a spinny office chair, so you can sit on that and just kind Yeah, literally check them all if, out. You know
2: what? I just I just figured out what it looks like. Yeah, if you want well, kind of it's, it's close. If you want to if you want to know what it looks like, it looks like the the music video of um, Usher's "Moving Mountains." Okay, we're making a note. It's right at the end. And he's like, he's, he's begging on his knees and shit. And as he drops, he's, well, he's climbing a mountain through the video. As Usher does. But as he drops the, like only where he drops still stands. The rest of the mountain, like just crumbles and falls. And like, he's just stuck up there on like this little piece of space. And it's about, it's in its it's kind of close. <laughs> that's,
1: that's, that's,
0: it's kind of close. You're stuck on Usher's mountain.
1: You know. That's it's kind of close. Did that video make a big impact on you when you saw it? Or was this where like you <clears throat> went before you saw that? And you were like, that's it. That's no, the place. No,
2: I mean, I haven't. I am mean, shit. I, haven't, I don't even know when that song came out. Uh, they came out years ago. Oh, yeah. uh, I haven't seen it since. Uh, <laughs> but I thought it was dope, though. That's a dope. It's a, the video is dope. It's amazing.
0: The CGI is pretty dope. Shout out to Usher. Shout yeah. out to I Usher. i heard of the guy. He's Go dope. check him out. Christian
2: Alexander. Holla at me.
0: Yeah. Uh, Let's work together. We can kind of slip this in right here. We're talking a lot about music, talking about a lot of genres and stuff. Yeah. Uh, if someone wanted to listen to you, where should they go? You want where can everyth- they follow you? You want everything. Yeah, I want it all. We'll move this to a, make a more sensical point. Okay, all right. But... get my plug in. Yeah.
2: Um, to follow Christian Alexander, you can get on Instagram under Soulful Legacy. And you can find my music on all platforms, Spotify, YouTube, Pandora, you name it. I'm on that bitch. Um, yeah.
0: And you got a new song dropping.
2: I have a new. How'd you know? Th- oh, yeah. You follow me. I'm in. a fan, yeah, man. That's funny. I. <laughs> How the hell you know this? Gotta tell these people to stop. Uh, I have a new song coming out called Invitation. It is grown and sexy only. If you got kids, I would wait until they go to sleep. Um, <laughs> It releases June 4th. Um, Get excited. It's a newer sound from Christian it's more so gonna be the newer sound you're gonna hear I based off of the feedback that I've been getting from trusted sources this is a good direction for me
0: sound wise so I'm excited about I'm it I'm excited to hear it I'm excited
1: too
2: I know you got a little I know I'll put you got, my
0: cats to bed I got a big crush on Monsoon that's still like fire. that's still my favorite but song. listen though I've
2: got another I've got another joint that I'm working on
0: That same producer
2: it's not the same producer but
0: I hate change, Christian. I but, hate change. bro.
2: listen, like the music comes from who I need, you know, from Yeah, I whatever. guess ultimately you're, you know you're, you're, the, you're the key piece of that equation. <laughs> right. But this new one, I think you're going to enjoy it.
0: All right. Enough about your music. Okay? Enough <laughs> about me. man. Enough <laughs> right. about that. It's not about me at all. Let's talk about something real. Oh. So we talked about lucid dreaming. We talked about you taking control of dreams. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have bad dreams? Do you have nightmares that you find that you can't get your way out of? which I imagine for someone that usually feels in control of their dreams would be an even worse feeling for someone like myself that is normally just a passive observer.
2: So there are times when I'm going through my windows, going through my scenarios. There are not so tasteful ones. And for whatever reason, if I linger there too long, I end up getting stuck. Not necessarily like, like, oh, I got to do this or, you know, or that. But, like, I'm stuck in that scenario. Like, I have to, like, basically just be in there until I wake up, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. And it's enough. But I think it's because I've thought about this and I think it's because it's, it's things that I struggle with. So it's like me. It's like me making myself like, yo like, just stick it out, figure it out, like, do what you need to do to make it through this shitty scenario. Basically, make the best of a worse situation. So yeah, that's what I get from it, and it does happen. It doesn't happen a lot because I'm always ahead of the game, (laughs) but it does happen. Um,
1: So you give yourself the you give yourself the opportunity to like confront things that you don't like about yourself in your dream and force yourself to like work through it. Yeah,
2: girl, you can't be a thousand percent out here and you bullshitting with yourself. Like you, like you have to honestly like. Be able to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, "I'm cool, yeah." Or you know, because some people are like,
0: "It's another day."
2: You know what I'm saying? Like it's
0: you know, shit. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never once. I like ain't that I've I never shit, lived
2: man. in denial
1: about anything. Hey man, in my and I'm character. you know, and I'm
2: not saying that I haven't, but I'm saying as I as I've as I've gotten older, I've just learned to just cut that shit off. I'm Like yo, just just deal with it. You're a grown up. Literally like I just go back to base. You're a grown up. You do big people shit. Handle your problems.
1: You're an inspiration. I want to grow up and be like you. <laughs> I don't know,
2: man. I'm just I don't know. Like I I I I found out that people waste time. Wasting time.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah <laughs> fair. Yeah. Uh yeah. I don't know. You can call that mumble, but I just feel like people waste time. Wasting their time. Well, doing, you doing, don't waste time. Sh- they're doing shit that they don't need to do, or they're trying not to confront things that obviously not. Cause you know, no one likes to be, no one likes, you know, no one likes to be told about their shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't talk to me about me.
1: Don't, t- you don't, don't
2: tell me know what me. I don't like, man. Okay? Right. Yeah. You don't fucking know me, although you know me. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> you know, no one likes me. You know that. me for six years, but don't tell me. Exactly. So when you can do that <laughs> to yourself and be okay with being uncomfortable, then. In reality, can't nobody touch you. That's what I'm saying. yo. That's why I tell people, you'll never catch me in a lie, fam. It ain't going to
0: happen. <laughs> yeah, and you did kind of answer a question I had for you eventually. Um, dreams are therapeutic for you. It would be, that is a statement that I phrase like a question. Do you, cause, do you feel like they are? It seems like you do. And a lot of people do, even when they're not lucid dreamers. But it sounds like you're a pretty active agent in that process of dealing with those things you might find challenging or things you don't like about yourself or situations you find unpleasant. It sounds like you kind of immersion therapy yourself.
2: I would say that's true. I've done a very good job of training myself to be aware. That's like one of my biggest muscles, my awareness. Um, not internally, but just, you know, not externally, but also internally, you know, just I'm like, bro, why are you feeling this way? Just it. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> figure it out. Oh, it's that handle it. Um, but yeah, I would say yes, for sure.
0: Very therapeutic. Yeah, very therapeutic. Yeah.
2: Um I don't know if I told you, but it's not like all the time. Well, I don't remember all my dreams. If I don't know if we've gone through that part.
0: No, yeah, that please, is a, a you, you're answering a your question before we were going to ask it.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't remember all my dreams. Oh. I mean, do you want
1: would you care to tell us about a dream you've had recently that you can remember?
2: Mm. I mean I can I want to find a good one for you Yeah
0: you ain't gonna put yourself out there and like Talk about like dad or like drowning or whatever (laughs) Just tell
2: us about a fun one I'm not worried about none of that shit I mean I I can tell you that me and my father Hang out on a regular in my Mm -hmm. dreams
0: Now do you Um, feel like you're hanging out with A a spiritual part of your father You feel like you're hanging out with a memory Well I kind of feel like
2: it's like a mixture Of like him and me But like a way way matured version Like basically like the dude I would become if he was still with me, you know, physically, if that makes sense. This makes perfect sense. Yeah, we kick it all the time, bro. We yeah, was playing pool the other night. Just talk to someone. <laughs> too, uh, Real shit.
0: They talked about how the, the people that you see in your dreams, if they're not necessarily someone you identify and have like full knowledge of, but you've, you've known them briefly in your life. They're like, uh, sometimes that can be you putting aspects of yourself mm-hmm. in another person help you kind of come to terms with or understand something about yourself through a through an outside lens and i really like that theory and that it kind of applies to what you're talking I like that it right makes now. sense
2: a cool dream oh no you gotta oh, well i mean how would you know
0: yo you want me to like prompt you
2: uh, <laughs> no i was you gonna to, say like, give in your me brain like a and dig
1: through and tell you which one's cool to oh with man <laughs> if only i was gonna
0: say like give me like a action-packed maybe maybe some maybe <laughs> maybe a scary a zombies so i don't know Things things there's I dream about. There's been some about. zombies sometimes. Yeah, I get, I get um, mad post-apocalyptic dreams. Mm. I bet you do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Stay ready. They're not all
2: bad. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so I got to get ready. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they're fun. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. 75% yeah. of the time. Yeah, we're going to make it. Hey,
0: you don't got to go to work in the apocalypse. Give right? <laughs> we'll me whatever you want uh-huh. when there's
1: no society left.
2: Hmm. Okay. So... I don't know, this is kind of like just a mixture of like my imagination put into my dream, just turned into like a dream reality. But there is this dream and it doesn't happen like all the time. Like I don't like, you know, pop into it all the time because I'm always doing other shit. But there are moments in time where I'm just like, and in those moments, my mind is like, just completely free, you know what I'm saying? And in those moments, I have wings.
1: Mm.
2: Very interesting. Now, we had this conversation a while ago, a while ago, about, you know, if you had a, a superpower, you know, what would it be? You have, like, a lame one, and then, like, you have, like, like oh, that's fucking dope. Like one. Yeah, one. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, can't touch that. So, we talked a little bit about it the other day, um, like, that day. But, the wings they're not they're not like white wings they're kind of like like bronzy copper with like it's kind of like the feather—the feathers themselves are like two-toned it's like it's like a brownish copper and then they're like a like a darker brown it's really interesting Indeed. and then like for whatever reason i can see what i look like and from the from the edges like they're like dark so like remember, like picture like black outlines of the feathers well, um, i wish i could draw that for you yeah it, it, it it's pretty dope um the span is pretty wide too uh i don't feel like they're proportionate to my body <laughs> <laughs>
1: you don't
0: open them indoors
2: oh I mean, yeah i'll be honest i don't think they're they proportionate be, to my they body they gotta
1: be big to carry some of your
2: weight i like just feel like they're huge and they as shit um but it's like they they work like my arms
1: so can you fly
2: uh yeah
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) hello um but it's not necessarily about the flight like they're also like protection and it's not necessarily from physical protection because they do do that um like they'll turn into like a big ass shield like in front of me it's really cool um but also from things that I am I find myself running away from while I'm feeling free, things that I will try to like bump into my mind, they'll also go in front of me, but like, it's like to shield me from interacting with that possible upcoming, you know, scenario or bullshit. Literally, it's a lot like, yeah, psh, just chatting it out of the way. Left nah, right. not today, <clears throat> tomorrow, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> um, there's that. And then there's like I'm always like walking on air. I'm always walking on air.
0: Um like way high up?
2: Yeah, like I'm just like just walking. A lot of times my hands are in my pockets. Yeah, you're not worried. I'm not going to lie. A lot of a lot of times my hands are in my pockets and I'm doing it with the sound. The sound of the and the colors, they become physical steps for me. And I can just like you know,
0: that sounds nice.
2: It's kind of yeah, it's dope. I don't know if
0: that's describing a dream or not. Sure. I would say you just described like two or three dreams. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. Have you ever felt like you dreamt of the future? Now, that is not to say, clearly we've, we've talked about that you have considered possible futures. But have you ever felt like you had a prophetic dream and like you dreamt something and then it happened? Or something happened and you remembered dreaming about it and maybe in like a more direct kind of deja vu feeling.
2: Um, that doesn't necessarily happen to me in my dreams. It happens to me in reality. <laughs> okay. The, you the secret
1: prophecies,
2: but I know when things are gonna happen. Josh, do you remember what I said before the tornado
0: hit? You said there's going to be a tornado today. What happened the next? <laughs> there was a the tornado that day. I think you might've even said there's gonna be two tornadoes that day. Was
1: that that J-Town tornado? That was
0: the J-Town tornado.
1: Okay, another interview that we did also had a dream, a prophecy dream about that tornado that they mentioned. So that
0: tornadoes are happening. Lo- we had
1: a lot of warning for that yeah. that particular tornado.
2: <laughs> that and for whatever reason, I always know when I have money in the mail.
1: Oh,
0: that's an interesting one. It's very
2: interesting, and I've done this since I was like twelve years old. I'll tell my mom. I was like, "Mom, you should check the mail today." There's, I think there's some money in there. She was like, what are you talking about? I am not even. I get paid on Friday. It's Wednesday. You should check the mail. Sure enough, there's a check for like $150 in there.
0: Hell yeah. $200. Lucid dreaming, get money sent to you. Hey that's, that's how it works. But
1: that wasn't a dream. That was well, that's like, rea- I don't know. It's just, yeah, I don't even day know what
0: life. that's called. <laughs> Clairvoyance? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that would be a word for it. We also talked about that. This is having talk a lot to of a f- professional
1: clairvoyant. You were fitting right in. Hey, I'm all for it. Uh,
0: do you come from a family of dreamers? Is this a thing that you talk to your mom, old man futuristic, about? Old man futuristic, name of Christian's dad, recording uh, artist name, not Christian name, to be clear. So,
2: yeah. He, yeah. So, for the people who don't know, <laughs> my father was also an artist. Um, he actually had two artists' names because he was under two different genres, which was crazy. That's like a whole nother topic. Um, but his name was Prentice Agnew. No senior. And uh, he was dope. Um, what did you just ask me? Other
0: people in your family dream.
2: Yeah, so my father dreamed heavy. He almost lived there. Um, he could... Like he, like physically, like when he was asleep, you could physically see him like moving doorknobs and like he's like sitting upright. He's doing, like, he's, you can see him. He's, he's a very physical dreamer. Um, my mother, on the other hand, she can recall a dream as soon as she wakes up and she instantly starts writing it down hmm. and then she calls someone she confides in to help her interpret the dream. She also has an interpretation books. Uh, dream books uh, I think I have one
1: Somewhere We'd love to see that sometime
2: I think I have it somewhere It's got her notes and everything in it Journaling is super important for like remembering your dreams We both do
0: it a lot Yeah do you? Yeah. We mm-hmm. keep our
1: I might need to invest in a physical copy Because the notes app on my phone is getting very hard to scroll through But
0: yeah.
1: yeah I keep it on my phone And when I wake up and have my coffee in the morning I write down everything I can remember
2: Just send it to an email at Staples They'll print it out for you
1: I don't want them reading my dreams. <laughs> they're
2: not, not going to read it. I'm saying you can go there, send the email and just, I need these, I need this printed.
1: No. <laughs> Why no. is
0: she having sex with Jimmy Carter? What's or so go on? right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he called me pretty once. If you knew, he, he did, he, I did meet him in person. He said, hello, pretty girl. Wait, did that really happen? That really happened. Changed not a, not that, a dream. That was a real wild. life. Hi, Ch- Jimmy Carter. Do I just you remember me? Jimmy life.
0: Carter.
2: He's like, wow. I remember all the lovely ladies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He knocks you. on the door tomorrow. I heard your podcast. Mm-hmm. Would you like some peanuts? That's I would. Jimmy, He's the you. peanut guy, right?
1: No, he builds habitat <laughs> for humanity. Was
0: he not the peanut guy though?
1: Are you thinking of James? No, are you thinking of Washington Carter? I'm gonna That's get the, I'm, Washington Washington I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna get
0: our Google guy on this. The real peanut butter fast. guy.
1: Jimmy Carter was a president of the United States. And James, James he was Carter and he was that? Did humanitarian work. Building Habitat for Humanities. Is this recorded or is, is this here heartland. this Harrison? is my plug for Jimmy Get ready to
0: eat Jimmy crow, Carter. Emma.
1: What peanut guy?
0: The Jimmy Carter peanut statue.
1: What are you He was a peanut about?
0: magnate before he was the president. Uh, yeah. He was he was in with Big Peanut. Now she okay, sees him so differently. Okay, he just showed so me a Wikipedia
1: article with a statue of a grinning, satanic-looking peanut in the trust, middle of a field.
0: You can't trust Wiki. So. Yeah. It- you can't trust Wiki.
1: A roadside attraction Listen to with big a large news. toothy peanut. I yeah, we'll, we'll I get in, We'll get into crow. this off the air. <laughs> we don't need to. We've done it. I don't want to know about that. <laughs>
0: you don't want me to soil Jimmy Carter for you?
1: An American hero in many ways.
0: Um I think so I just got uh one more and then we'll say goodbye and thank you. But uh have you ever wished you couldn't dream or didn't dream? Has it ever become a burden or like man, like, man, I wish I could just go to bed tonight and not live this second life or know that I'm just going to go to sleep and see nothing and deal with nothing.
2: Mm. No, I wouldn't say that. I would more so say that I have harder times going to
0: sleep. OK.
2: Um, and then when I'm asleep, I don't mind being asleep. It is what it is at this point. You know what I'm saying? I'm in here.
0: It does seem like you have a hard time going with the flow. That if, if we've learned anything with this from this interview, that Man. was sarcasm. If that wasn't deli- <laughs> delivered I, through the mic accurately, I didn't get it. <laughs> I was like,
1: what is he talking about? It was delivered. We'll put that
0: time. in it. We'll edit that in an order that that comment <laughs> makes sense. Um, work. Yeah. So
2: I'm not done with these. We got to keep asking. Oh, you're
0: questions. good. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette after this. You can come outside and snack on those. Of those too. Yeah. We're mm-hmm.
1: eating Sour Patch Kids, everybody. Yeah, they're Get yours, the, be jealous. The, the
0: official snack of the, the dream schemers podcast. Sour patch kids.
1: Sponsor us.
0: Please. Uh, yeah. Hey, thank you so much for coming on. This has been lovely. I hope you're you had very a nice welcome, time. Guys.
1: Thank you for letting us into your vivid dream life. I am amazed at what you can do when you're just asleep.
2: Thank you for inviting me. This place is kinda dope.
1: Thank you. This is our
2: first time seeing each other without name tags on
0: that's pretty wild there's a piano over there too what yeah Mm.
1: you want to play us out (laughs) maybe Mm -hmm. okay i'm gonna stop this
0: welcome to the dream museum today's exhibit is another episode of Dreams throughout history.
1: Ooh, I love the dreams throughout history part of the museum. It's
0: everyone's favorite part of the museum, except for the gift shop. Um, today we're going to be talking about a few uh, famous dreams and their more famous results. And first off, we're going to talk about Mary Shelley. You may have heard of Mary Shelley, Ooh,
1: Frankenstein, Frankenstein author. Frankenstein
0: author. So Frankenstein author, uh, Mary Shelley. There was. Uh, this big volcanic explosion that happened around Mary Shelley's time. Are you familiar with this big volcanic oh, explosion? Oh, is
1: it Krakatoa?
0: It was maybe Krakatoa. I think I have the name it's of Krakatoa. it here. It was... That was a big like
1: Victorian. Is she, no. Is she a Victorian author?
0: Yes. It was 1816. So towards the end of that era. Um, Mount Tambora.
1: Oh, I did not know that one. Yeah. And
0: she was 18 when this happened. So uh, Mount Tambora happened kicking off the longest, darkest winter And they didn't have the internet, they didn't have Netflix, so her, Lord Byron, and a bunch of other weird author types of the time all gathered in this lodge to hang out and be authors, presumably do a bunch of opium and hang out. Oh,
1: right. And isn't this where a lot of those authors wrote their most famous works in this one cabin together? It was a pretty
0: cool little... Jum Jumbaya Jumpaia? No, what's the? Well, I don't the, know Nor- what word Nor- you're New trying. New to... food with a lot Jambalaya.
1: Of- Jambalaya. <laughs> it, was, is it was a cool like... little
0: Jumpaia of <laughs> of knowledge. So, anyways, uh, this this night of writing happens, and she doesn't really come up with anything, and they start telling scary stories, just Ooh. over and over again. And yeah, imagine all these awesome creatives at the time, and this is probably like the most entertaining thing you could experience in that era
1: yeah spooky storytelling from professional storytellers. exactly from
0: lord byron who kind of looked like a vampire himself already
1: he was like a sex freak he too. was yes
0: yeah, sexy vampire lord
1: Byron.
0: <laughs> so Mary shelley 18 kind of bummed out that she can't come up with a scary story uh one day they're talking about science and where it's at which for that time was basically just electricity um and they were talking about uh, something being galvanized to life uh, by electricity, and they just thought that was pretty interesting, whatever, and presumably smokes more opium, and then went to bed that night and had a vivid nightmare. And this is what she said about that nightmare. I saw the pale student of unhallowed arts kneeling beside the thing he had put together. I saw the hideous phantasm of man stretched out. And then, on the working of some powerful engine, show signs of life, and stir with an uneasy half-vital motion. Frightful must it be, for supremely frightful would be the effect of any human endeavor to mock the stupendous mechanism of the creator of the world. So she had a pretty intense dream.
1: Whoa. And
0: obviously spoke cooler than anyone that is alive today. Um, So then she uh, went about writing Frankenstein. It started with just... Wait, wait,
1: wait. Was that... Was that excerpt from her book, or no, was that's that just, just what that's she just woke what up she and said, said about
0: the dream? Yeah.
1: Hey guys, they're having breakfast. Yeah. Guess what?
0: We mocketh <laughs> the creator. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because no incredible. one, no one
0: said like and as, and they just spoke in beautiful soliloquies back then. Um, yeah, and then went about telling an oral version of that story, and then created the Frankenstein. That that creepy, weird time they were all hanging out in the ash-filled winter.
1: Dang, we need a. An- a volcano we need like, more
0: volcanoes we need more i opium. mean i guess we
1: kind of had that with like the covid lockdown a lot of people got more creative i did not i just laid on the floor and Played did not games. do anything yeah, except break down work the whole time yeah Gain a little bit of weight
0: yeah so that's mary shelley and the frankenstein exhibit of the museum of dreams next up we're gonna talk about robert lewis stevenson another author of dr jackal and robert lewis stevenson <laughs> You might know him as the person who wrote Treasure Island.
1: I do. That's uh, what I've read of his.
0: Yes. He somewhat less famously wrote The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So apparently this dude was sick a lot of his life. Um, a lot of authors deal with chronic illness. H.P. Lovecraft was sick all the dang time. Uh, oh,
1: Louisa May Alcott was sick in her childhood when she wrote Little Women.
0: Yeah. Is that why she was a small woman?
1: <laughs> no. Okay. No, she just had illness that left her a lot of time to sit and write when she couldn't get out of bed.
0: Okay. So one day, Mr. Robert Louis Stevenson was in bed recovering from a hemorrhage. Um, the notes Ooh. I read didn't say what it was, where it was, <laughs> what was hemorrhaging? why he was hemorrhaging. It just said he had a hemorrhage. Just
1: um, happens sometimes. Yeah. Uh,
0: when his wife, Fanny, which was a name that was much more common back then, and I think we need to bring back.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> it's nice. Fanny.
1: I don't. It has a connotations in many languages. Uh, of butts?
0: Does um, it have. What other language?
1: In British, it means your vulva.
0: Oh, my goodness. And it is
1: very rude to that, say. Yeah. Sorry, British listeners. We'll bleep yeah. it out for you.
0: We'll bleep out all instances of vulva Stevenson. <laughs> so she hears her husband shrieking from the bedroom and runs up to check on him because, you know, he was dealing with hemorrhage. And uh, apparently he'd been doing a little opium. You're seeing a theme here while recovering well, they from They gave hemorrhage. you opium for everything yeah.
1: back then. And he, yeah any problem you might have PTSD opium or sure shell fixes shell shock it.
0: yeah i mean yeah, get some opium um laudanum is that is that That's a opium oh, okay
1: yeah good to know so when they're uh, they're drinking laudanum so when in those stories when i'm talking it's opium. to my
0: psychiatrist i need to ask for laudanum
1: i don't think they'll prescribe you laudanum i think it's um morphine now
0: <laughs> okay cool we upgraded anyways shrieking from the bed he gets up and he's freaking out and he kicks everyone out of the room and grabs a Maybe a feather quill. I don't know if they're writing with feather quills I bet at this they point. have
1: An fountain pen. A fountain pen.
0: Not a typewriter, though. And proceeds to knock out a 30,000 word <laughs> essay, story, novella up immediately upon awaking from this hemorrhage induced sleep. And uh, walks downstairs, still sweating and panting. And he this is over the course of three days. So 10,000 words a day. It's a so lot. So
1: he was very ill and Super he went into Ill. a state of like, incredible amounts of writing. Almost
0: like a biblical prophet. Yeah, so 30,000 pages in three days, which is more than your average college student would enjoy typing out. And he walks downstairs and hands it to his wife, Fanny, and she reads it. And I imagine it takes her a little bit of time. And when she's done, she looks at Robert, and she's like, that's good. I I really like the allegorical aspects of this story. And he looks at her wide-eyed and furious, and he chucks it into the fire, this manifesto that he just dreamed manifested. It was not intended to be an allegory, and what he was upset. He,
1: what did he want from a it? A
0: meaningless story, I guess. But why
1: is that better than an allegory? I don't know.
0: why He wanted it to be a, a good-selling thing that didn't sit, offend anyone. He made his
1: poor wife sit and read that whole crazy... That, right,
0: write on her fanny.
1: Yeah, sit on her fanny and write that. read that whole thing, and then he just throws it away. Like She said it was good. <laughs> what, would she, what would he have done to her if she said it was bad? Yes. This man sounds like quite a lot yeah
0: (laughs) so he went back and did it again three days another 34,000 words (laughs) and typed out the final draft of Jekyll and Hyde um obviously it's a a, he didn't type it out he wrote it out obviously it's an influential book everyone knows what Jekyll and Hyde is oh it was the first
1: it was the first um draft of Jekyll and Hyde that he was writing yeah
0: did I not mention that
1: I don't think you did.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. You said
1: a, a very long book. I did
0: the thing where I buried the lead. Yeah,
1: you did. Uh, nice. So, okay.
0: Yeah, let's, we can do a, a take where I more intentionally say that, though.
1: I think it's good. Okay. I mean, it's a surprise. Yeah. It was a twist.
0: By the way, it was Jackal and Hyde the whole time with the lead pipe in the kitchen.
1: Okay. But you're saying Jackal and Hyde, and it is Jekyll and Hyde. Jackal.
0: Am I saying jackal?
1: You're saying jackal like the desert animal. Okay. It's an E. I
0: can accept that I'm wrong okay maybe it's a regional thing
1: jackal and hyde. yeah in central
0: central indiana we say jackal oh okay okay yeah i'm not wrong
1: i mean i'm not a literary expert
0: and uh we have another quote here engraved on the epitaph below this exhibit in the museum of dreams and this is from his stepson lloyd osborne
1: he sounds like a villain name sorry
0: i don't believe there was ever such a literary feat before as the writing of dr jackal I remember the first disease of the world, though it were yesterday. Lewis came downstairs in a fever, read nearly half the book aloud, and then, while we were still gasping, he was away again and busy writing. I doubt if the first draft took so long as three days. That's not even that good of a quote. We don't have to keep that in there. I like
1: the way you read it, though. And did he call his own father Lewis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, It also sounds like something his father wrote for him to say to praise him. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I've never seen such an impressive act of literary proficiency.
1: (laughs) You're a child. Well, how old was he when he said that? I don't know. Probably an adult at that point. Probably an adult, but like, dear father, you're so good at writing. It's almost like you're a writer.
0: Next up in the Dream Museum... A little exhibit about Niels Bohr in the Dreams Through History, specifically science division.
1: Hey, Niels Bohr. I know that name, but I forgot what he did.
0: Well, I can tell you it's not very boring.
1: (sighs) Uh, He's
0: responsible for many scientific discoveries and specifically one that was inspired by a dream that we will now talk about. So he got his doctorate in 1911. He was the son of academic parents. So smart kid, smart parents uh, came into the science world. Show people how it's done, solve problems that people hadn't solved before, verified genius. He would have been a Mensa member today. Maybe he was a Mensa member. Another thing I probably should have researched coming into this.
1: Yeah. No, not that you probably should have, just but that like, would have been a Mensa member. Who, who knows Mensa members? Yeah. Like, My it, grandma it, it always was...
0: kept the Mensa quiz book around the house, and I would always try and do questions out of it. Made me feel dumb. <laughs> so his, uh, his big thing was trying to figure out the structure of an atom. How did it all fit? You know, how was it arranged in there in that little tiny space? He uh, tried different models, tried different experiments, tried different visualization methods, tried to figure out what was going on down there in the wee little spaces. Couldn't couldn't figure anything out until subatomic subatomic of the atom
1: or sub like a smaller than an atom. Yeah. Like he wanted to know the particles that made up the atom because they hadn't figured it out yet. Yes. Right.
0: Correct. Thank you for sciencing me. So he has this dream where he uh, envisions what is essentially our modern model for what the atom looks like. The thing that you've seen in your classroom over and over again. The ball with the swirling balls around it. The sun with the planets swirling around it.
1: Yeah, it's like it's got a nucleus in the middle that is lumps of protons and neutrons jammed together. And then around it, it's usually visualized by like circles in orbit around that.
0: Yeah, he envisioned a rough beautiful trippy dream version of that. Woke up, had this eureka moment, as we've discussed before with, um, decided to do a lot of experimenting because he was a man of science. He's not a fun author or artist and he can't just be like, well, I'm gonna write this down. So he went and did a lot of testing um, that I am not privy to, nor did I do the appropriate amount of research to speak to and invented what we know as the shell model or the Bohr model of electrons that we use in classrooms across the world today. Things that most of us have forgotten, but are very important to the way the world works and the way smarter scientists than me study things.
1: And if you've forgotten almost everything from your chemistry class, you probably still remember those models. Yeah. Like you, that is one of the most memorable things in chemistry ubiquitous. is how those... Ubiquitous, yeah.
0: I love when I get a chance to use ubiquitous correctly.
1: You just slammed a ubiquitous down in there.
0: Boom. Boom. <laughs> All right, I can uh, hear the janitor coming in and the lights are dimming, so I guess it's time to leave the Museum of Dreams for now.
1: Otherwise, the exhibit, Niels Bohr, will come to life and terrorize us, so we have to get out now.
0: He'll circle us and circle us until we explode. (laughs) All right, right,
1: goodbye. Good night, Dream Museum. Goodbye.
0: (laughs) As always, thanks for listening.
1: We're your dream schemers.
0: Please like, rate, follow, subscribe, and listen where you listen to your podcasts.
1: We'll see you in two weeks. And, and you'll, you'll see, see us in your, in your
0: dreams. Great shirt. Thank you. I, I appreciate would, it. I would wear that shirt, but I'd wear it different. i wear it like a little I'd probably wear that exact same shirt actually. And it'd just be a little, a little more snug. I this like was,
2: this was the recommended size on the website. Well
0: that's the guy that like <laughs> you buy weed from that guy, I put that shirt on, you buy Coke from me. <laughs>